National Days, brought to you by Orange Cream Biscuits. Nothing goes down better in the middle of the night than a beautiful orange cream biscuit and a nice cup of tea. How are you? Oh, shut up. Um, Susan said that on the text. She said, oh, I hope it didn't offend you. No, you did not, Susan. You're entitled to say, shut up whenever you like, idiot. <laughs> Only joking. Aren't they getting very tender? Well, yeah, I mean, it's in it blight and goodness me. Lordy. Hey, you know what? I, can I just throw one at you before sure. you start? please. Um, something was discovered on this day in 1781. Mm-hmm. 1781. 1781 this was discovered. In Australia or somewhere in the world? Um, in the universe. <gasps> wasn't Uranus. It was Uranus. It wasn't Uranus. It oh. was Uranus, rather. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah they discovered guess. Uranus in 1781. Um, it had been around for quite a while. Been around for a long while. time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the first thing they saw when they looked above. Bloody hell, Doris, look at that. What are we going to call that? Uh, they discovered Pluto mm. on this day in 1930. Today, the good wow. day to discover planets. Yeah. Yeah. Although Pluto is no longer a planet. Is no, that right? uh, no, it was like. What a, is it now? What it was like it? a moon out of. Uh, knocked out of kilter uh, or it's something. It's a joke. It's a rogue moon or it's something. It's a proper planet. It's a clown planet. Uh, anyway. Uh, happy Uranus Day, everyone. Back to you, Dale. Well, a couple of us. There's a couple of Australian uh, connections here. Do you know it's Adelaide Cup Day? Do you usually have I a did. bet on? Yes. You have a bet on Adelaide Cup. I had a horse that was out of a, a winner of the Adelaide Cup, and um, sadly never got to race over a, a long distance, which mm. was um, baffling on one level. Uh, yes, so I know about the Adelaide Cup. Yeah, well, it's also known as the March public holiday. Uh, it takes place on March 13. It's a public holiday in South Australia. You're lucky for them. Mm. Uh, and the race occurs, uh, which has been an important part of Australia's landscape for centuries. I'm not a racing person myself, no, but it's, it's not a big, good luck to them. Yeah, good luck to them. It's, yeah. it's, it's not a marquee race, but yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's a race by the South Australian Jockey Club for yeah. Group 2 Thoroughbred Horses. Mm. The race is the second oldest horse race in Australia next is to the it? Melbourne Cup. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. It brings together the best race jockeys and horses from South Australia, sometimes even the northern states. So, yes. Hmm. Let me have a look at the field and I'll tell you if there's a horse from outside South Australia whilst I'm doing that back to you. Yeah, while the holiday was instituted uh, pretty recently, the race itself been part of Australian culture for centuries, the Cup is a South Australian Jockey Club's horse as I said, for race two, uh, for group two thoroughbred horses, I have absolutely no idea what that means. Uh, group races, also known as pattern races, are some of the highest level races for thoroughbred horses in the world. Yes. There are about 550 group races in Australia, while the Adelaide Cup used to be group one race. Like the Melbourne Cup, it's now become a group two race. I see the King's Horse is in there, Chalk Stream, oh. trained by uh, Mr. Waller, Chris Waller. Oh. An occasional listener, I'm told. Oh, there you go. Uh, well, well, con- well. Let's you know. Good luck to the Waller team. Yeah, the minimum prize money for a Group Two horse race is 175 grand. Okay. Uh, the prize money for the Australian Cup is 400 thousand. Lovely. 
Uh, I imagine you know all this. It's a I do. I, well, I know a lot of two hundred meters. Thirty-two hundred meters. Yes, about two miles. Same distance as the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, and the Sydney Cup. Yeah, Is it's the also, Sydney Cup two miles. Oh, well, there you go. You've got me at an advantage. I think it sir. might be. Uh, it's also today's Canberra Day. Okay. Yeah. Mm. In honour of officially naming Canberra as Canberra on March 12 in 1913. It's a public holiday enjoyed by people from the stretches of uh, as ACT all the way to Jervis Bay. Uh, cities engaged in a two-week-long celebration preceded by Founding Day. Many events related to the day, including awards ceremony, hot air balloon. I'd never get me up in a hot air balloon. Nor me. No. Yeah, you can keep that to yourself. Yeah, fundraisers are helped throughout the month. Yeah, Canberra's designation as capital of Australia was finalised after much contention as the cities of Australia, uh, Sydney and Melbourne appeared to be more developed and poised to host a seat of the government. But it was a constitutional uh, commandment of Section 125 stating that the capital must be a, uh, in the state of New South Wales that settled the issue. Uh, eagerly, Parliament passed the Seat of Government Act in 1908, changing the course of Canberra's history. So on March 12, 1913, Lady Gertrude oh, yeah. Mary Denman, wife of then-Governor-General Lord Denman, announced the official name of the city with a proclamation, I name the capital of Australia Canberra. Canberra. And said it just like that. 3,200 metres of Sydney Cup. It's on April 8. I'm actually going to the races that day. Oh. Well, there you go. Worth $2 million. But it's Adelaide Cup Day. I, I don't want to take the spotlight off Adelaide. Back to you, Dale. It's also, and this is something I'd never do, I never think of myself as being a superstitious person, but I think I might might be. Okay. It's National Open and Umbrella Indoors Day. Oh, okay. and that was something I was taught from yeah. my mum. No, yeah. no, no, don't, don't yeah. umbrella indoors. I think you get taught that stuff and you think, mm. you know, it, it just triggers something. Oh, you get triggered. Case. Just in case I'm not going to do it. I'm a bit like that. I'll usually walk around. <laughs> I won't go underneath a ladder for the same reason. Yeah. Even though, as I said, I'm not particularly a superstition person. But yeah. maybe it turns out that I am. Yeah. I think you are. Yeah. Look, superstitions are passed on from generation to the next. One such old superstition says superstition says that opening uh, your umbrella indoors will bring you bad luck. That they encourage you to test the superstition and know if any bad luck comes your way. I'm not that game. You're not? No, I don't yeah. want to be a guinea pig for opening an umbrella. Yeah. I'll open an umbrella underneath a ladder, <laughs> so long as there's a dead cat nearby. <laughs> a black one. In black one in particular. Yeah. And for the cat lovers, that was just a, a you know, a bit of comedy, or a poor attempt at comedy, let's be honest. One shouldn't need to rely on a dead cat for a laugh. Back to you, Dave. Yeah, well, umbrellas have been around, uh, been around for 3,000 years. Have they? Yeah, the origin of the superstition is... Pretty much obscure. Mm. There are some suggesting that ancient Egyptians thought it offended the gods to open an umbrella, whereas uh, there was already shade. So if there's yeah. already shade there, why would you open an umbrella and yeah. cut off the sun? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, however, the more modern version of the superstition would suggest bad things happen as a result of poor timing or inconvenience. Right. Yes. Well, it can be dangerous opening an umbrella indoors. If you've got one of those push-button ones mm. and you haven't cleared enough space, you know, you, you, you're potentially going to knock something off a, a, a table. True. You might injure someone. So True. no wonder they think it's bad luck back to you. Yeah. I. The only time I do open my umbrella is if I've come in out of the rain, I'll carry mm. it through and open it up and put it in the bath. Oh, will you? Just to let it dry out. 
So it's open, but in the bathroom. I well, think. It's, it's still indoors. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Hang doom, on. We're doomed. Uh, what? <laughs> Someone's left their microphone open. Was that you, Dr. Smith? Oh, dear. Oh, yes. dear. Get me off this wretched planet. <laughs> Please. Uh, it's also uh, National Earmuff Day. What? I've never worn earmuffs. Earmuffs hmm. are categorised as clothing accessories or oh, personal yeah. protection equipment yeah. Yeah. designed to cup and protect the ears from either cold weather or noise. Cup so the ears? So I don't know if... Yeah, you've got, you know, jackhammer users. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if they'd be called earmuffs. Uh, well, they probably... Well, what else are you going to call them? I Well, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But I have seen, particularly when I've been in snowy weather, just wearing these little fuzzy things around the ears. What would you have? You've you've worn fuzzy things around your ears, have you? No, you I'd, no I'd have a, a beanie and pull it down over the you ears. You know what I, I love? You know, that it's like a beanie thing, but it's quilted, and there are extension bits that go over your ears. And you can normally have a, you know, like an adjustable strap under your chin. Yeah. I love wearing them. You'd Love look, them. You'd look cute in one of those. I like, reckon I do, yeah. When winter rolls around, I might personally Yeah, please, that you please would... do, yeah. I might even wear it on my head for a change. Back to you. I've got one of those caps that's like the old Andy cap hat, and oh, I got yeah. this in Canada, Yeah, and it folds down to cover the ears. Because oh, wow. obviously people, if they live in Winnipeg or one of those really frozen yeah. areas, hmm. you've really got to dress you've warmly. Got to, you Otherwise, cover your ears. They'll snap off. Yes. You know, it's also eight-hour day in Australia. Yeah. Oh, you knew that. I knew that. It's the second Monday in March. Uh, it's another day for uh, named for Labor Day, which is celebrated on different days across the world to honour the working people who have yeah. collectively stood for their rights. That is, ours day is a commemoration of the Australian labour movement, not labour as in the Labor Party, the labour movement, which began in the 1800s, including unions as well as political groups. Uh, it was instigated by the skillsman trade who refused to work long hours and abandoned an eight-hour workday. I think it's Labor Day in Victoria and Western Australia today. I think they're both having holidays. We Would get different right? days, don't we? Yeah, I think ours is... November yeah, or something? Maybe. October? Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, this is one I'm very iffy about. It's Ron L. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard Day. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, which is celebrated this day. Obviously, he was born on this day in 1911. Yeah. Now, he was a... <laughs> I, I, as I said, I'm really at, at odds with this. He was a science fiction author and founder of Scientology. Yeah. Uh, the holidays for anyone who appreciates his writings. Okay. And I suppose belongs to or is interested in Scientology. Um, th interestingly, this sort of spells out what Scientology believes. Okay. He introduced Dianetics to the world in 1950s and yes. described it as the hidden source of all psychosomatic ills and human aberration. He asserted that skills have been developed for invariable cure. Dynex was duly introduced in May 1950, issue of Astounding Magazine, a science fiction mm, magazine. Okay. What? I don't know what that tells you. Mm. Um, yeah. Later, he expanded the foundations of Dianetics to construct the spiritually orientated, although non-religious at the time, doctrine based on the concept that the human self is a thetan, an immortal, omniscience, omniscient, Omniscient, sorry, and potentially omnipotent entity. Hubbard taught that after the Thetans created the material universe, they forgot their godlike powers and fell into the trap of uh, physical bodies. Scientology, mm. uh, Scientology aims to re uh, rehabilitate, I'm stuttering, mm. rehabilitate each person's Thetan to restore its original abilities and help become active again. Yeah. 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 You can answer all the Scientology calls now. Yeah. Yeah.
Anyway. Apparently Labor Day in Tasmania as well. They get a day off? Um, I think so. Hmm. Um, Terry suggests it would be a good day to have a, uh, a day to commemorate uh, the discovery of Uranus. National, a national reach out, he's uh, suggesting. Nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> yeah. 1871, a long time ago. Hasn't got a case of asteroids. Oh, I hope not. 1781, discovered by William Herschel. Oh. Yeah. I think we've taken that as far as we, we can, can we? <laughs> yes. yes, I don't think there's anything left to be said. I, I am a, 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 I do... Uh, love anything to do with the solar system. I'm glad you said can solar system. Can you say all off by I know them no, all in I, order? No, I, I cannot. I oh, cannot. okay. That's something I can do. That's pretty nerdy, yeah. isn't it? They were going to have a... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, lordy. Uh, an inquiry into... <laughs> yes. The um, the discovery of, uh, of, uh, of Uranus. It was the... Uh, or colonoscopy, as they put it. But um, anyway... Good on you, Dale. Good on you, Luke. There you are.